Hey friends, today I want to talk to you about the real cost of clutter. I received a message from a previous client that canceled due to health reasons and then kept coming up with excuses after not being able to start back up. And their house needed a lot, a lot. So when I messaged them, I said, it's been a couple months since we were there. I just need to know when you're, when or if you're planning to start back on this project. Hugs. And they responded back with the, a message that literally made me so heartbroken for them. And so it's, it wasn't unexpected either. That's the frustration. It wasn't unexpected. It was not the first professional organizer they had hired. The last one didn't get very far either. And this is one of the, the situations that we deal with when we're working with someone who does have hoarding tendencies, which is hoarding tendencies is when you have collected so many things that it's far more than what you need and you take comfort in having your things. But the hardest part is the way they treat themselves. That's the hardest part for me. It, it's, they're so disappointed with themselves and ashamed and when they realize how expensive the help is to get someone to come in and spend the hours to be with them to walk them through getting rid of each of these, you know, clearing out each of these different spaces. They realize that most of the stuff that they've collected isn't worth the money that they've spent on the time of getting, you know, making the decisions. And that happens not every case. A lot of cases, you know, the value of the items far outweighs the value of the time invested. That's 99%. However, when you have a really, really big project, every room needs attention kind of situation, it's, it's really hard. And so I wanted to talk to you about the real cost of clutter today. There's so many studies that have shown that so much of the things that we keep for just in case we never use for paperwork is probably 80% of the paperwork that we save for just in case we never ever use the average american spends 2 years of their life looking for items that are misplaced every time you have to stop and look for something you lose time in your life. Four and a half hours of that per week is spent looking for paperwork in a person's life. Like, can you believe that? Like, that is nuts. The average worker loses 280 hours reworking and seeing clarification on poor communication due to disorganization. 
Think about all the extra stuff in your home. Now think about the amount you spend on your utilities every month. If your stuff takes up 90% of your home and you only use 25% of it on a regular basis, you're paying utilities to store your clutter. You could have an off-site storage unit for that amount. Imagine what you could do with the space if it weren't filled with stuff you don't use. How many of you listening have an entire room that you don't use because it is so cluttered with things? Or an entire closet and you don't even know what's in there because you're too overwhelmed and you don't want to make the time to sit down and go through it. Did you know that when people clean out their homes, (laughs) when they declutter their homes, they often lose a significant amount of weight and debt that they lose a lot of debt as well. There's so many resources online that can support this. So I want you to really think about that. The, the stress or the, the negative feelings that we have from procrastinating is cleaning out a space that we know we need to attend to. We sit down and overeat instead of doing the task because we feel negative feelings and that's often used as a comfort. I've done it too. (laughs) I have many times. Um, But the thing is, that clutter is robbing you and you don't even see it. You feel it, you feel all the negative feelings about it. You're paying money to store all that stuff that you don't need, you don't use, and you never will. And you've got to you've got to get a handle on it. And if you don't, who is it gonna be left to? Who's gonna be left cleaning that up when you're gone? Are they gonna care about any of those things? Are they gonna know? That those things are sentimental because your great-grandfather brought it back from one of his travels or because your great-grandmother made it and it's been passed down for generations? Is anyone in your family right now going to care or even be able to tell and know that that's what it is? Are you organized enough that people will be able to find things when you pass away? There's so many times that your will or the you know very important documents, the the title for cars, the um you know, the property taxes, the you know, the what is it called, the deed to your house or other properties gets lost and misplaced and when people pass away they can't find it and that holds up the will and trust and that costs your family lots of money and time delayed being able to settle out your estate when you pass away a lot of times that causes fights in families and then these family members that used to be close and love each other have now been in a battle with each other And don't speak for years because of something not being organized or not being clearly discussed. 
not communicated well. Or feeling resentful that they're the one that gets stuck left cleaning up a mess that a family member left behind and their other family members did not put the time and energy and effort into helping to clean up the messes. And so they're resentful and hurt and there's a lot of bitterness and anger left at the end. This happens in so many lives. So many of the the people that I talk to, the clients that I, I hear from, and so many of the clients that are dealing with this stuff, they have family members that could help, but they don't. And now they're stuck being the one carrying the weight of the burden to clean up the messes of someone else. Don't do that to your family. Don't do that to yourself. If you have a family member that is older, that is struggling with stuff, please go and spend time with them and get to know what it is that's important to them so that they do not get, help them get, just help them get their stuff in order. So someone knows what and where to look for things, what to look for and where to look for it. Someone needs to be a part of this. Someone needs to be helping. And if you can't do it, and if you can't put the energy into it, then maybe gift them the time of a professional organizer. That might be one of the best gifts they ever receive. If you know someone who's really struggling, that is a beautiful way to help them. Someone who's lonely and has a lot of stuff to take care of. Man, that could be really helpful. And if you are thinking about hiring a professional organizer for yourself or someone else, please know that there are many different types of professional organizers and the cost varies based on their skills and abilities. So like general decluttering, that's anywhere from $35 to $85 per hour. Office organization is typically around $50 to $90 an hour. Business organization can be anywhere from $50 to $150 and beyond. Life organization, $50 is on the low end. It can be even $200 and above. Computer organizing, that's going to be like $60 to $150. Organizing for hoarders, now that starts out at $150 to $300 per hour. And again, this is based on the skills and abilities of the professional organizer, the professional organizer. They're, um, you know, just depends on what they are able to do, their skills, their training. And then there's also like a, a home financial organizing that can be anywhere from 200 to $400 per hour. So, This is something to keep in mind. There are so many different types of organizers and organizers have different skills. My personal favorite is decluttering and organizing. So the other part that I love the most is staging and rearranging the rooms to give them the best feel and functionality. Um, And I like to use what you have. If you want a professional organizer that wants to do all new and redesign and get new furniture pieces and all of the custom containers and all of those things, all of those items actually cost money. Like 
a minimum of $3 a piece. So <laughs> a minimum. So that can add up very quickly. If you're wanting to have that Pinterest perfect pantry with all the containers and bins, that could easily be $2,000 on containers, easily. So be aware of that if you're wanting something. Now I try to make, <laughs> I try to make do with what you already have. I've used mason jars in pantries before. I've used a complete stack of like reusable Rubbermaid throwaway tote, like um, storage, food storage containers in um, a pantry before. I will get creative with what you already have and I will give product suggestions, but I'm not the professional organizer that comes in and tells you, you need to get all new everything. But I will suggest different things. And I have my favorite containers and different things that I like. I don't like things with a lot of parts. I really prefer dishwasher friendly. However, <laughs> um, those clear acrylic containers are not dishwasher safe. They will crack in the dishwasher. They will cloud up and they will start to peel layers. They are not, <laughs> they are not dishwasher friendly. They are you know, they just aren't, you can maybe wash them in there a couple of times, but be prepared for them to get ruined. Um, much better hand washed, <laughs> much better hand washed. And it doesn't take that much time. So if that's something that's important to you, then prioritize what's important. But I do want you to think about the cost of the things that you're saving, how much cost that is going to be on your family. How much is that going to, that burden costing you emotionally, physically, uh, financially to store it in your home or in a storage facility and how important it is. If you haven't used it in a few years, clearly it's not that important. It's not that important. You can do without it, obviously. So maybe reconsider selling it, um, at that point, selling those items or, you know, maybe give yourself a price cap, anything under 50 bucks, you're just going to donate anything over 50 bucks. You're going to try and sell and anything over, um, valued over $200. You're going to try and maybe consign or take to a, um, a, what is it called? <laughs> um, uh, get it appraised first. And then you can still use that as a tax write off on a donation. So I want you to just think through how much is that affecting your relationships with the people in your home? If you have a spouse or children who have been asking you for a long time to declutter and you haven't, then is that stuff really worth the relationships? Because a lot of times when you have so much mess there's and people who are feeling overwhelmed and burdened by that clutter and it doesn't belong to them, they're not the ones to make the decisions on what stays and what goes like a spouse or a child, is it worth hurting your relationship with your family members and those people that you love over those items? Because I would say no. I would say that those items are far less important. And in the end, we're not taking any of that with us when we die. It's all staying here. So what is really important? What are the things that we're going to take with us when we die? We're going to take with us the love that we have for others. We're going to take with us our memories probably. I mean, that's what I would expect, right? But none of those things. So when you're prioritizing things over relationships and over time spent doing good things with other people that you love, 
How is that making that person feel that you're choosing to keep the things that they've asked you to get rid of and make decisions with they're willing to help and you're choosing to not? Take a few minutes and reassess what's really important. Look at the big picture. What is really important? How replaceable are those items that you're holding on to? If they truly are treasures and valuable items, then find someone that, you know, maybe um, an estate company that would be able to have those contacts for all of the different levels of collections that you would be going through in someone's entire home. Maybe, you know, you, you have, there's people that collect sports memorabilia. There's people that collect china and there's jewelry and you know historical artifacts all of those things can find a place somewhere you may not get the value that they really are worth though if you have really old items contact some museums and things and they can have someone come out and appraise it or you can have it sent in to be appraised there's a lot of different ways to do that so if you are thinking that the things that you have really are valuable. Now, value comes in, how useful are they? How old are they? Are they outdated? A lot of times when I go in and declutter a lot of stuff, nobody's wearing that stuff anymore. It is so outdated. It's got holes in it. It's um, misshapen, stained, um, just worn out items. And they've saved it because whatever reasons. And you know, tools that are all rusty and, you know, bent, broken handles, tools that aren't used anymore because there's a newer version that does the job 10 times faster. Um, you know, why are we saving these things? What is the purpose of it? Are we really going to use it? Even if we fix it, are we going to use it? Are we going to display this? Are we ever going to use it? You know, a lot of people... Uh, one of the other things that I see people save up a lot is China or breakable stuff. And then we have little kids and we're scared to have it out because then we can't relax when the kids are moving around around it. So it's stressful. So we pack it up and then 10 years go by and we still haven't touched it because we still have kids in the house and teenagers are not super gentle, just like toddlers. So we still haven't used it. And then now we don't want to spend the time hand washing everything and so we have all of these beautiful things that are treasured from our family and from our memories, but we don't have any desire to ever hand wash anything again. So how valuable is that stuff to us, to our family? Are your kids going to want to someday hand wash all the china to have a tea party? Do you have, like, is that anything that would be interesting to your family? Do you want to have a family event and use all the fancy china and all the beautiful things? Does your family still like that? Some people do. I love that. But I have to know that a lot of other people are going to love it too. Or it's not worth the energy and time standing at the sink. Let's just get some, some dishwasher safe dishes and maybe some chargers to go under it or some fancy placemats that can be, you know, thrown in the dishwasher, I mean, in the washing machine. What is valuable to your family? Are those heirlooms ever going to be valued by your children or your grandchildren? Are they ever going to find value in those items? Or has the time for that 
gone, and past. If that's where you are in life, there's no need to save it for your family members. Check with them. See if they want it. If they don't, then sell it. Find some way to let it be used instead of stored up unused. There's no need to hold on to stuff for decades to never use it. That's wasting your space, your time, your energy, your money. And that probably, what can you use that space for if you don't have that stuff? What is, you know, what would be a better use of that space if that was no longer available? Right? Some people that I talk to would feel so much better if the decision was made for them, like in a house fire, and now they don't have any of those items to choose and make decisions on what to do with it. And if you're feeling that way, if you have that thought at all, please go ahead and donate it. You will feel so much better donating those items and getting them out of your home and off of your shoulders of responsibility, right? Go ahead and let them go. Because it's not worth that stress on your shoulders of wishing that your home, uh, wishing for a tragedy, a, a traumatic event to happen to make the decision for you. It's not worth it. None of that stuff is worth a single penny to you in that time. If that's how you're feeling, that stuff is of zero value. It is of negative value. It is costing you money, time, energy, your health your relationships potentially by storing the stuff that you don't need. So really be mindful of that because I talk to so many people and I help so many clients get through this. And if you're not parting with the stuff, you're just moving it around from place to place. You're not helping. You need to make some decisions if you have a cluttered space and your family's feeling overwhelmed and your family's asking you to get rid of stuff, then you need to make some serious decisions. And one easy way to do that is to get a garbage bag or a box and you need to fill it up every day, even just a grocery bag. That is a simple start. Start there and then get the stuff out of your house. Put it at the curb throw it away if you have to. So if that's easier for you, throw it away because it's not, it's bringing negative value. It is costing you money and health to have to carry that stuff around. So it is better off for you to just throw it in the garbage than to carry it around and store it in your home anymore because that stuff is just stuff and stuff is always replaceable. Relationships aren't. So prioritize the people in your home over any of that stuff and start with a garbage bag, a grocery bag, you know, just a small box and fill it up and get rid of it. You can even ship stuff to Goodwill. There's, um, Goodwill will, you can mail stuff in, in Amazon boxes. (laughs) There's a way to do that. Okay. Um, you can just look it up. It's, online. I don't have the access to that right now, but just look for it. There's so many different ways that we can get rid of stuff. If you're out in a rural location, that might be the best way to do it, to just box it up and get rid of it. Maybe you just need to get a big dumpster and throw all the stuff in there. Maybe that's what you need to do. Just donate it. Or maybe you need to 
call a donation center and have them pick up on a regular basis. Have scheduled pickup days that they can come to your home and pick up things. There are so many different places and people that will come and pick stuff up from your home that you are decluttering. There's on Facebook and different places, there's buy nothing groups that you can help bless someone else that's looking for something like that. And if no one in the buy nothing group wants it, then clearly you can just let it go, right? (laughs) All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like it was a little heavy, but it's really important because that stuff that and the mess and the stress is not worth any of it. It's not worth it. You'd be better off to throw it all away and have nothing than to keep holding on to that stress and wait for even another month. So let it go. Be free to be you. Be free with your family to love and go and do whatever you wanted. To invite people over if that's what you like. And if you're feeling like your house is messy and stressful, you're not going to invite people over freely. You're going to invite people over and then beat yourself up about how messy your home is um, instead of feeling free and happy. You're going to apologize when you open the door for how messy your your home is. I do it too. (laughs) I do it too. I know. So if that's where you are and you need a starting point and you just don't even know what room to start in, what stuff to start with, or just you don't, you, you feel paralyzed when you're looking at your stuff, but you need some help. We can do that virtually. I will be there for you. We can do that over the phone. We can do a video call and get started that way give you some homework and some motivation and encouragement. And it's kind of fun. So if that's something you're interested in, you can do that at thesosmom.com or you can email me at hello at thesosmom.com or come join us in the Facebook group, The SOS Mom Show in Facebook groups. All right, you guys have a great day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.